At Freedom HealthWorks, we're focused on putting medical professionals back in control of their practices. Utilizing a structured, tailored approach to business, startup, and operations, it could make sense for you to work with our professional team to avoid expensive pitfalls and, more importantly, expedite your journey to success. As we all know, time is money. If you're involved in the practice of medicine and desire to practice free of headaches and constraints, reach out for a no-obligation consultative conversation. Call us today at 317-804-1203 or visit freedomhealthworks.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Healthcare Americana, coming to you from the Freedom Doc Studios. I am your host, Christopher Habig, the CEO and co-founder of Freedom HealthWorks. This is a podcast for the 99% of people who get care in America. We talk to innovative clinicians, policymakers, patients, caregivers, executives, and advocates who are fed up with the status quo and have a desire to change it. We take you behind the scenes with people across America that are putting patients first and restoring trust in American healthcare. Now, it's pretty obvious to everybody out there that there's a lot of different ways to practice medicine. There's a lot, there's a ton of fields of medicine. There's different degrees of medicine. There's different passions of medical professionals. With us today is Dr. Ryan Hare, a naturopathic physician. Dr. Hare, welcome to Healthcare Americana. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, did I get that right? Is physician the correct term for a naturopathic doctor? Yeah, yeah. And that's, again, we'll get into this a little bit, but as far as licensure, depending on which state, you know, whether you can call yourself a doctor or a physician, each state is a little bit different. You know, where I'm licensed in Oregon, physician is yeah the right term. It's complicated. In your practice, your practice is called Crossroads Integrative Medicine, and I missed it on my introduction. I apologize to you. I think that's the first time I've ever done that in over 100 episodes, give or take, 150, 200, somewhere. Anyways, um, <laughs> Well, let's go there right away, right? I think that's the brightest burning fire right now. When somebody sees, you know, Ryan Hare in D, what do they think of right away? Yeah. So with naturopathic medicine, it's definitely going to be a lot of misunderstanding about, you know, our training and, and different levels of care that they're going to receive. You know, there are things such as called lay naturopaths, um, naturopathic doctors, and uh, naturopathic physicians. So how do all those tie together? And uh, really, it comes down to the education level. So there are some programs out there that will more of like a health coach uh, where they will have a online certificate program. It's anywhere from like 12 to, I think, 18 months about just, you know, healthcare in general and being basically a naturopath. And then there's the flip side where it's a four year medical school. You have to take all your prereqs, like your standard conventional medical school, such as like physics, organic chemistry, biochem, all that fun stuff. And then you do your standard anatomy, physiology, pathology. And then when you get to the clinical side of things with naturopathic medical school compared to conventional medical school, uh, you learn not only about the standard of care treatment with like pharmaceuticals and you know what you would typically expect when going to, say, an MD's office or even a DO's. But then we also learn uh, different things about nutrition, herbs, vitamins and minerals, some physical manual therapies, and even some minor surgery stuff. And so depending on where you are in the state or which state that you are in depends, too, about how what your scope of licensure is and like what a naturopathic doctor is able to do. And so, for example, in Oregon, where I'm licensed, I've got a pretty broad 
scope of practice. So I've got like a DEA license, which means you can prescribe like scheduled medications such as, you know, testosterone or even opiates, which I don't do, but, um, <laughs> not many people do which, these days. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then also it allows me to do minor surgery stuff as well in Oregon. So, you know, how does that translate state by state? Well, some States, uh, like in Indiana, where I also have a practice, they don't have any licensure about naturopathic doctors. We don't technically exist. Uh, we are working towards fixing that. And it is a process, you know, I, I think my, our DO counterparts, doctors of osteopathy counterparts had to kind of deal with the same thing a few years ago. And so now we're, we're kind of in that beginning stages. We've have, we're licensed in, I believe, 26 states. Uh, 26 states offer licensing okay. and registration. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then a few territories and stuff. And so that number continues to grow. So it's exciting to be on the cutting edge, but also can make for some challenges sometimes. It's like, um, so you have the allopathic school of medicine and the MDs, you got the osteopathic, the DOs. It's like this third one where to me, it's kind of the blend of East and West, Eastern, Eastern medicine meets Western medicine and I, and you get kind of the best of both worlds and somebody might bring the pitchforks to me saying that, but it's <laughs> yeah. fascinating. Yeah. And, and uh, let me just cap it this way. It's fascinating because, you know, where we are, we're sitting in Freedom Health Works, we're saying, look, you you know, doctors need, medical professionals and, and, you know, nurses need time with patients to understand the environment that this person is coming through and actually treat, you know, the condition, not just manage it. From your standpoint, it looks like you're bringing in a ton of different weapons. Sorry, I know you're, you're anxious to get into that, but it sounds like you're just yeah. kind of <laughs> a very diverse arsenal to choose from to try to attack problems. Yeah, and, and I think ultimately it comes down to um, being able to work as a team with the medical model in general. I think all of us, people listening to this podcast probably can understand that the medical model in general isn't the best. You know, we're looking to change that and through DPC models and, and which is what I'm happy to be part of. But, you know, with naturopathic medicine, yes, we do get a blend of both kind of Eastern and Western medicine. But it's more, I guess it's more than that. It's more of just a kind of holistic mindset, more uh, geared towards treating chronic conditions. And so say, for example, I have a patient that comes in with a very acute sepsis or broken bone or need an acute emergency, don't see me. Like I'm not trained nearly as well as my MD, DO counterparts at handling that stuff. Like they are phenomenal, go to them. But for more of the diabetes, heart disease, chronic urinary tract infections, autoimmune disease, we see a lot of those patients and we're able to work with them not only on some of the maybe the pharmaceuticals that they're currently on or that they want to be on but also what are some other things they can do as far as with diet nutrition lifestyle what are some different herbs or vitamins and minerals that may be deficient because of their current condition like for example with chronic gi issues you know you have overgrowth of certain bacteria that cause you to not absorb foods or vitamins and minerals as well and so you have to help fix that you know, not only to plug the holes of the nutrition that's maybe missed out on, but how do you get back to that status quo? So that's where we really operate well and be able to really help our patients out, kind of working together as a team with their other providers and create happy harmony. It's call really. Happy harmony. I like that. I like that. And, and, and hearing that, it, it, I mean, in my mind, I'm just sitting here and, and wheels are spinning, right? Because it seems like this is a relatively new focus of study. In medicine, how long would you say that the naturopathic medicine has really 
been its own field? Well, naturopathic medicine has been its own field really since um, there's a report done in like the 1920s called the Flexion Report that really uh, separated out the medical schools. And so the more German pharmaceutical minded thought of education was adapted. And that's, I think it was a Johns Hopkins school. But ever since then, kind of all the schools fragmented like chiropractors, osteopaths, naturopaths kind of fractured. And so then it's been taken quite a while for them to become a little bit more standardized because it was good and bad because yes, there was a lot of things that were going on that was just not good medicine. And so I think really up until the past 20, 30, maybe a little bit longer years, naturopathic medicine, their medical schools have had to revamp and really come up to standard of care. And so for example, in Oregon, because we are fully licensed and have that full scope, we have and should be have to adhere to the standard of care model. And so, you know, if someone comes to us with XYZ condition, we have to treat them with XYZ medication or whatever treatment and stuff. And so the education has had to really take a step up. And I and I believe that a lot of people too will, that's what they're used to is like, oh, well, naturopaths just do homeopathy and they just do voodoo medicine and stuff. And, and that's- <laughs> Wave a lot of incense around just, just, and, you know, yeah. some some crystals and that kind of stuff. And yeah. it's not. And it's just not, that's just not, not it. No. That's not what it is. I mean, maybe it was back a long time ago, but like, it's not what it is anymore. We're talking with Dr. Ryan here of Crossroads Integrative Medicine. Before we get back to our discussion here, a quick word from our title sponsor, Freedom HealthWorks. If you are struggling to convert interested people into members of your direct care practice, you are not alone. The top challenge reported in direct care is patient sales. Whether you dread potential patient calls because sales makes you uncomfortable or because you are simply occupied with taking care of people, Freedom might have a great solution for you. The Freedom HealthWorks Enrollment Desk service includes a dedicated patient sales team for your practice across all U.S. time zones, live data measuring your total calls, leads, conversions, answer rates, and more, full prospect tracking from first contact through membership so nobody ever slips through the cracks. If you're interested, contact Freedom HealthWorks at 317-804-1203 or visit freedomhealthworks.com to chat with a team member or schedule a demo. Once again, we're talking to Dr. Ryan Hare of Crossroads Integrative Medicine. We covered a lot, you know, in, the, in, that, in that first kind of part of the episode here about really what naturopathic medicine is. I want to kind of continue that theme, but with a focus more on the patients. So what type of patients are seeking you out? Who's calling your practice seeing if you have open spots? Yeah. So I see a lot of patients with, with these chronic infections and you know, the one that I've been seeing probably most recently has been people with chronic embedded UTIs or cystitis, or even uh, people that are oftentimes given as well the diagnosis of interstitial cystitis or IC. And so um, that has been uh, really ramped up over the past couple of years. And that's probably the majority of the patients that I do see right now. Um, I see a lot of patients for gastrointestinal uh, disorders, such as you know, people given the diagnosis like IBS, uh, which is kind of an umbrella term for a lot of other things that might be going on, and then uh, cardiometabolic disease, and that includes diabetes, hypertension, all that fun stuff, hyperlipidemia. I guess where my mind goes, you know, are people seeking you out as a first, like, oh, I, there's something wrong with me, I need to go talk talk to Dr. Hare, or are you seeing a lot of people who are saying, look, traditional Western medicine didn't work for me, I want to try something new. Definitely the more the latter. Um, usually I am the 
sixth or seventh doctor that they typically seek out. Um, but it, it's just, you know, hey, I've been taking this medication for so long. I'm not getting any benefit from it. I'm still kind of, I don't really see, you know, much progress and stuff. And what are some other things that we can do? And so, you know, I think with my education background of like with building that foundation of health, like the diet, nutrition, lifestyle, and also being able to understand how these pharmaceuticals work, but also how some other things might be either complementary or alternatives really can help the patient out and kind of set me apart from other other people. So yeah, it's been an interesting and very challenging because I don't get like the, uh, you know, I, my patients, I love them all, but man, they bring the heat as far as the complexity of their conditions because it, it can get pretty challenging, but we've been able to see a lot of, of progress, which is, which is great. That's fantastic. Yeah, I can imagine that you know when when somebody calls in and says, "I've talked to six or seven other people. I'm desperate here." That weighs on you a little bit, but that's got to be rewarding from your standpoint too. If if they if you are able to make some progress, yeah, it can be. And and when I spoke earlier about how you know the ideal scenario is this happy harmony, it really is because it, being able to and I've been fortunate enough to be able to have conversations with these amazing physicians from different educational backgrounds. And when we are able to work together is when the patient sees the most success. And so really that is at the crux of the issue is, you know, with medicine becoming so siloed, it's very hard to get these experts and their fields to communicate with one another. And so sometimes I even feel like I'm the producer in a whole you know, movie production of a patient's life. Like I'm trying to get all these different people to to work together. I can see there's there's uh, potentially some egos at play, and 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 I I don't necessarily say that with with tongue and in, in cheek. There, we've we've seen it from our side. There's a lot of smart people out there who've worked their tails off to get where they are, and so sometimes they're not really receptive to you know having a second opinion or anything along those lines. Uh, being team players, uh, I would say sometimes. That's the exception, not the rule. Um, sure. by far. A couple of minutes ago, you mentioned your background. So I, I want to dive a little bit back into you know where you really came from, what your motivations were. Were you one of those people who, you know, your earliest memory, you're like, I want to be, I want to go into medicine. I want to be a naturopathic doctor. Or was this something that uh, you tried some different things out and you're like, you know what, nothing really fit until I found medicine. So it's a little bit of a mixture of both. Uh, so my mother is uh, an ICU nurse for a big hospital here in, in Indianapolis. And then my father, he was a counselor, a family and marriage counselor. And then he uh, had homes for people with dementia and Alzheimer's, uh, as well as traumatic brain injury. So I got a mixture of medicine really out of the gate. And so I was going to visit my mom, you know, having lunch in the hospital and stuff. And so and being exposed to different providers and stuff and different forms of medicine, really at the more acute stage, but also more of the chronic kind of mental health stuff, shaped, I think, where I ended up going. Uh, I knew I wanted to be in medicine. I had an idea that I wanted to be a doctor, but I was definitely geared more towards the conventional track. Well, went to college, you know, decided, ah, I'm just not feeling it right now. Um, it's just, I'm not feeling the conventional world. I'm not exactly sure why, but I want to try something different. And so I actually moved up to Chicago, worked in sports for a bit, which is weird, but hey, it was fun. And then uh, decided like, I just had to get back into medicine. I miss it too much. So I started working for a hospital, finished up my prerequisites. And actually a buddy of mine that I was working with in a lab in Chicago, um, he mentioned naturopathic medicine. He said like, hey, you know, you've been talking about 
you know, getting frustrated with seeing the same patients over and over again in the hospital and thinking that there has to be something more that we can do. Have you ever thought about looking into this? And so uh, that really was the uh, shout out, Dr. Aki Kanakis, who's a, a pathologist in, in Chicago, but he was really the one that kind of set this whole thing in motion. And so really from that, and you know, I, I fell in love with the philosophy of like, hey, let's treat the root cause. Let's really try to create a more holistic form of healthcare. And it wasn't until that is when it really set my trajectory the other way. But I'd always had the background of medicine, but it was really geared later on towards naturopathic medicine, probably when I was postgraduate. Now you got my curiosity going. So you, you talk about naturopathic medicine. You're like, hey, this could be a track that I'm really interested in. Is that when you started researching schools, school options? Yeah, because I had no idea. I had no okay. idea that there were schools that existed uh, that taught something differently, to be honest. Like even with osteopathic medicine, I knew that they were there, but I was, didn't know really what like what the big difference was. And so, um, yeah, that really kind of set me off into researching both you know, your conventional medical school, your osteopathic medical school, and your naturopathic medical school to see which kind of philosophy matched well with me. And ND school was it. Did you get out of school and be like, all right, sweet, I got, I'm got, i a doctor now, and then realize that you are really confined to licensing and maybe half the, a little over half the states? Was there any letdown moment? You're like, what yeah. the hell? <laughs> I mean, I knew going in because I had met, I was living in Illinois at the time and, and they're not licensed yet too. And so I was talking to some people actually that were in a unlicensed state or pre-licensed state, I guess, prior to going. So I, I knew that kind of go, going into it. You know, I tried to stay out in Oregon, but I've got all the family here in Indiana. So they pulled me back in. So yeah, it's, you know, I like having still the ties to Oregon, can, you know, being able to practice there too. But, you know, just the Indiana they have the majority of my heart. So, yeah. Yeah, just, uh, no, I get you. I, it is I, what it is. I, I, yeah. I subscribe to that theory too, so don't worry. Anyway, yeah. I, I, yeah. I do want to ask you here and, and you know, kind of the, the closing question here because, you know, I think your path is very inspirational to a lot of people out there who are saying, you know, I, I want to be in healthcare or already are in healthcare might not want to go what we call kind of the traditional route of, you know, I got to get into become an MD and then I got to go do a residency and then I got to go work in a hospital. What's your advice for somebody who wants to get into healthcare, but really wants to follow their passions, very similar to what you did and how should they deal with their society and peer pressure, right? That MD behind a name carries a little weight here in our society when we have very smart, very caring, uh, very good people like yourself saying, look, we, we followed our passion and this is what we're able to do. What would you say to somebody who's listening to this and saying, hey, maybe I can go do that too? <laughs> um, really getting out and working in the field. I mean, I think that one of the best experiences that I had was really in high school and college when I was a nurse's aide, essentially. And so I dealt with you know, bedpans and talking to patients and taking them to, you know, x-rays or CTs or MRIs and, and being able to just really get into the, essentially the gross parts of medicine, you know, just what someone is feeling absolutely awful and you're having to care for them. And, and I think that really kind of gave me a good idea of what the conventional medical world was and being able to just hear patient stories and seeing, like, hey, this is what I've been dealing with for so long. Like, and I've been frustrated or, you know, and just be able to see that. Because I think that really, it just, I knew that that wasn't for me. Like, I, I couldn't work in that field and feel good about it. And then it's just, 
asking questions, like reach out to people in the area if you're interested and and look up, you know, the NDs, DOs, MDs. You know, I've had people from, you know, IU, Purdue, uh, Ball State reach out to me and ask questions about like, hey, I'm interested in ND school. What is it about? And I think doing that really helps to give you a good idea of like what you're stepping into. Because yes, jumping into the more of the conventional, like getting that MD title, you know, carries a lot of weight and it allows you a lot of freedom, you know, and you can essentially prescribe you're covered under all the insurances. But just because you don't have the MD title doesn't mean that you can't also practice medicine. I mean, there's other ways to do it. And there's other ways to provide a lot of care. So things are changing, I think, for the better for everyone and MDs included, because we need help, you know, healthcare model in general just needs help. And so the more people that we have with different philosophies and providing a, a more comprehensive form of healthcare is going to be better for the patient. And that's really the ultimate goal is to get people to feel healthy. Because you look at our trajectories for like chronic disease and cardiovascular health, you know, cancer, stroke, all those things, we're not doing any better. So we have to change things up. Dr. Ryan Hare, naturopathic physician, Crossroads Integrative Medicine. Thank you so much. I, I, I think a lot of people's eyes are going to be open listening to you and, and, and just learning a little bit more about what you do and why you really chose to do that and how you're able to help people. So I appreciate you coming on and sharing uh, your story with us. And thank you for coming on to Healthcare Americana. Thanks for having me. That's going to do it for this episode. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out online at healthcareamericana.com to catch previous episodes. Subscribe to our mailing list and visit our online store. Once again, I am your host, Christopher Habig. Thanks for listening. Check out healthcareamericana.com to hear all our episodes, visit the shop, and learn more about the podcast. Healthcare Americana is produced by Taylor Scott and iPodcast Pro and managed by Melissa Turpin. Healthcare Americana is brought to you by Freedom Health Works and Freedom Doc. If you've been struggling to get the care you need and the access you want, it's time to join your local Freedom Doc. Visit freedomdoc.care to find the practice location nearest you. Whether you're a patient, employer, or physician, the Free Market Medical Association can facilitate and assist you in your free market healthcare journey. The foundation of our association is built upon three pillars, price, value, and equality, with complete transparency in everything we do. Our goal is simple, match willing buyers with willing sellers of valuable healthcare services. Join us and help accelerate the growth of the free market healthcare revolution. For more information on the Free Market Medical Association, visit fmma.org. Hi again, everyone. This is Chris. At Healthcare Americana, we're always on the lookout for great stories to tell in the healthcare industry. And we'd like to hear yours. Check out healthcareamericana.com and send us your ideas for episodes or if you'd like to be a guest. Thanks again for listening. Hope you enjoy it.